20 minutes of college football. I'm Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvat. This is a podcast. It's exclusive to the internet. I don't even think it's running right now. Uh, it, we're good. We're up and running. We're there rolling. it is. Boom. We're, yeah, we're rolling. We are, we are We are stalling time to fill the full 20. Well, and I mentioned that too because I think right now the number one way of delivery is people that are listening to Chuck and Winkler and then it rolls over on the radio.com app. Um, we are taping this on Monday. It is going to be dropping later in the week. I assume the app will be fixed by that time. Yeah, I really hope so. I've taken 15 phone calls in the <laughs> last hour. It appears uh, the radio.com app is down, but we are working diligently to get it back up. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I went into Someone a room. Somewhere knows something yeah. needs to be fixed. Somebody in Kansas City or wherever this is all taking place. I went. I did my part, man. I went into the room and I unplugged the uh, app and I plugged it back in, like our old program director Tom Parker taught me, and uh, nothing worked. So it looks like it's a company wide issue, and it should be back up. I've been told within 24 hours. So your, we'll be good. Your uh, big takeaways from college football last week, outside of that, you got Michigan right to cover the three and a half, which. It was a lifesaver for you? Yeah, my biggest takeaways, um, Iowa still can't win big games on the road against top 10 opponents, although Michigan's not a top 10 team. They're 19 in the country, but they began the season a preseason top 10. Jim Harbaugh is going to get credit for that victory, but he shouldn't. Uh, The defense played pretty good, but offensively, that team is still a mess. Shea Patterson is not the answer at quarterback. They just can't move the football, and that was an ugly, ugly football game. I'll take the win, though. Wisconsin... Continues to be one of the more underrated teams in the nation. Number eight in the country. I get they really haven't played anybody outside of Michigan who they clubbed at home. But another dominant win over uh, Kent State, 48 to nothing. I think Jonathan Taylor should be the Heisman favorite. Unfortunately, he probably won't be because he doesn't play quarterback. And Jalen Hurts is out there putting on pretty impressive uh, performances. And, you know, some of the other guys, Tua from Alabama, uh, also putting on some impressive performances. But I think Jonathan Taylor is arguably the best player in college football. And then we go to the, uh, I guess the biggest game of the day was the SEC-Auburn-Florida game. And Florida wins that one 24-13. Florida pretty impressive in that one. I think if that game's played at a neutral site, Auburn gets them. I think if that game's played at Auburn, Auburn gets Florida. But Florida at the Swamp looked pretty tough, uh, especially defensively, whereas Auburn just could not move the football, man. Bo Nix, I mean, he could move. He's got the legs. But he can't throw the football. 11 to 27, 145 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. He can't throw over 15 yards. He's only a true freshman, so uh, Auburn picks up their first loss of the season. They're now 5 and 1. Florida, 6 and 0. Oh. They were 10 in the country. We'll see how, uh, how and much. They leapfrogged the Badgers. Did they? I no. haven't looked at the AP rankings yet. I probably should do that. Well, I'll run through them with you because I, I want to look again at the undefeated teams or at least try to figure out, you know, what teams of these have a chance to get to the playoff because there's there's more good teams right now than than playoff spots yep sec you'll think will play each other out but to be determined alabama's one clemson's two why and then ohio state and georgia are tied at three saw that actually okay yeah that makes yeah i saw that yesterday okay which is weird who did georgia play this weekend Georgia um, played against uh, Tennessee and actually struggled a little oh, bit yeah. in that one. They won 43-14 and covered, but it was a pretty close game in the first half. LSU, they were in action, right? Yep, LSU won. They beat Utah State 42-6. to Oh, well, yeah. At yeah. home. Uh, and then Oklahoma, 
and then Florida, and then Wisconsin. So that's your top eight, and you've got eight teams that can say that they're in. Uh, let's throw Notre Dame in there at four and one, and then Penn State's five and zero. Oh. So of those ten teams, you should get one from the Big Ten, mm-hmm. Clemson, mm-hmm. Oklahoma if they don't lose. They looked like uh, shit, to be honest. Oklahoma, their defense, dude, is not that good against Kansas. I know, and they and the defense was actually much improved the first couple weeks of the season. Now it's went back to being like, oh wait, we're at we're Oklahoma. We don't play defense. We got to score fifty points a game to win. Yeah, so the, I mean, if if they get to a point where if there's an undefeated, if there's because the Pac-12, there's gonna be no undefeated team now, and Auburn's loss to Florida hurts Oregon. But if they're if they're gonna be, if you're gonna have SEC undefeated, ACC undefeated, Big Ten undefeated, and Big Twelve undefeated. You have to go with those four. You do. If 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 you if you somehow, because Georgia, we know Georgia's going to lose a game and then bitch that they're the best. Most likely, they're going to either lose to Florida or Alabama. I don't know who they got on their schedule, but they'll lose to a team and say, "No, we should be there. We're the best." Yep. But this is why you have to. This is why the regular season, if it matters, you got to beat these teams. So. It looks like it should be pretty straightforward. Unfortunate for the Pac-12, but again, there's just five spots, and these teams have a loss, and you can't afford that. Notre Dame, I would think, I mean, as good as they look against bad teams, that one loss is going to kill them too. So, which sucks that, because they that played. Basically, great in that game. was their playoff game. Yeah, that was it. If if they beat Georgia, I mean, they're a top four team right now. Yep, and Notre Dame is really good. And I know that some people laugh at that because it's Notre Dame, but I mean, Ian Book had a good game and. I mean, you should. You're playing Bowling Green at home, but you beat them 52 to nothing. The defense, another shutout. They got a bunch of playmakers, and they're doing it without their top two running backs. Like, they can't even run the football right now. They get into the red zone, and they can't run the football. They have to drop trick gadget plays, and Ian Book has to throw the ball 25-plus times per game. I think Notre Dame is very, very underrated, even at number nine in the nation. Um, but that loss is going to kill them. What sucks is they didn't even really get to play it on a neutral site. Like, they'll call that a neutral site, but again, when a game's played in Atlanta or in Georgia and you're facing off against Georgia, it's just not the case. Like, it was 85% of the ticket sales were Georgia fans. So, tough situation for Notre Dame. It's kind of what you get, though, unfortunately, when you're not in a conference. You're not going to play in a conference title game. So, if you don't get in and you finish with one loss, it's kind of on you. Uh, Penn State looks really, really good. I know they just beat Purdue 35-7, to but what they did to Maryland last week... On the road at Maryland, I think we're sleeping on Penn State a little bit. Maybe they're one of the top teams in the Big Ten. There's a lot of good teams right now, and like a lot of teams that we didn't expect to be good. I expected maybe nine wins from this Wisconsin team. They might go undefeated. Like they may. Do you? Let me ask you this: You've watched every Wisconsin game, or at least like the pieces that are watchable, because they're beating teams like fifty-two to nothing. And you've watched a lot of Ohio State. Do you think Wisconsin has a shot to beat them? Uh, yeah, they have a shot. I would take Ohio State. Oh, right, me too. But is that even like a touchdown game, or is that just a... Because Ohio State's beating the hell out of everybody. They haven't played in a close game. Yet. I would say right now, I would put... I would put Ohio State 8, 9, 10 points ahead. Because... Like this weekend, for example, they beat Michigan State 34 to 10, and everybody was like hyping up Michigan State, saying, Man, I can't believe how good State's defense is. And they gave up 34 points and got beat by three scores still. And we were. Wisconsin Penn State, I'd almost put it as a pick 'em. Wisconsin Penn State, yeah. Yeah. Penn State, I think, is a little more dynamic offensively. I just don't trust the quarterback position for Wisconsin. I know Cohen really hasn't. I think the numbers are all right. But he hasn't been asked to do a whole lot, even in that Michigan game. 
Um, he had a pretty good game. He had that one that that rush for like forty five yards for a touchdown or whatever the hell it was. But Jonathan Taylor is the real deal. Yeah, but I think Ohio State they seem to have a better turn it on capability where you can you think you have them and then they just score twenty eight points in three minutes. Yeah, like I think Michigan State thought they had them for a little bit. Yeah, and then they just fire off a ton of points. That's what they do every week. Ohio State is they kind of just like, oh yeah they're trailing Miami five three <laughs> yeah. A safety and a field goal. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you look up and it's they scored 28 points in a quarter. That's what I'm saying. That offense is just dynamic. I mean, they have a bunch of dudes that are fast. They know how to get them the ball in space, and they just they just break big plays. And then the defense and the pass rush is probably tops in the Big Ten. So I think Ohio State's the real deal. Alabama's the real deal. Once again, I'm not sold on Clemson, but they don't play anybody. Do they play Wake Forest? Wake Forest undefeated? Wake Forest, yeah. They'll get Wake Forest. Hey, let's say Wake Forest beats Clemson and goes undefeated. Then we got to throw them in there, yeah. Do absolutely. you, though? Well, yeah, because they'll have to play in an ACC championship game, most likely. I mean, I don't know how it would work out. I'd have to take a look at it. Do you take a undefeated Wake Forest over a one-loss LSU? No, nor a one-loss Notre Dame. Notre Dame's got USC coming up next so week. So the only way ACC's a got a guaranteed one. champ is if Clemson. Is if Clemson gets in. Yeah, ACC. They just got to go to six already. The ACC, the God, Pac-12, like so even dumb. Oregon. You know, I'm watching Oregon this weekend, and I I wanted to bet against them. Why would them. the Power Fives have agreed to do something where one of them is going to get screwed no matter what? I have no idea. I have no idea. And I'm watching Oregon, you know. Just and take what you can take? Like, the Pac-12 is a mess. Right, take what you could take. Like, Cal... They looked pretty good for the majority of the year. And for some reason, Oregon was three touchdown favorites, I believe. Well, their quarterback got hurt. And I didn't take it for some stupid reason. And Oregon only won 17-7. to And Justin Herbert did not look all that great. No, he did not. And so the Pac-12 is screwed. The ACC screwed outside of Clemson, who I don't even consider to be an ACC team. The Big Ten, very underrated conference. I mean, Minnesota is still undefeated right now. They're frauds. They haven't played anybody. What but joke team did they play this week? They're undefeated. Uh, who did they have this week? I I can't take PJ Fleck off? serious with the shaved head either. He's a loser. Like he was already a d bag, right? But when he shaved his head and like full on like went Professor X style, like, <laughs> bicking it, I just I can't take the guy serious. And he what does he wear too? Why is he wearing a freaking tie on the sideline? Because he's a boner. <laughs> PJ Fleck is a boner. He is kind of a boner. There's some games Friday night this week, week seven. Uh, Oregon, Colorado. Could care less. Uh, Miami, Virginia. Yeah. Saturday, Badgers have Michigan State, another home game for them. It's a 2.30 kick. That's a big one. That, right now, Badgers are a 10-point favorite. Undefeated Georgia has South Carolina. The noon game that's big is Oklahoma, Texas. Jacked for that one. I really need Oklahoma. I have Texas under nine wins this season. Ooh. And they just keep, like... They're a 10-point favorite. Yeah, I need I need Oklahoma. Need it. Uh, USC Notre Dame also a pretty big one. I need Notre Dame to win that game, move to five and one, and then Florida LSU prime time. Yeah, so Saturday that's, night. that's the biggest of the week. So we're gonna get a loss there. So LSU is at home, Florida on the road, and I'm gonna hammer LSU in this game. Thirteen point favorites. Ugh, I'm gonna have to do a teaser though. I don't trust thirteen points with Florida's defense. Joe Burrow is the real deal. LSU's quarterback. I mean, they're firing on big plays. They barely even run the football this How year. How do you have a number five team as a thirteen point favorite against number seven team? That's how good LSU's been this year. Because LSU, like like every year they're the same team, right? They eke out these like twenty to seven wins, right? This year, all of a sudden they just throw the ball downfield and beat the hell out of teams. And defensively, the real deal. 
Uh, Coach O knows what he's doing there. That's a big one. I'm jacked for that game. I almost forgot that that was this weekend. Florida on the road taking on LSU. Florida's just a different team on the road. They're not the same team when they're on the swamp. Uh, Penn State, Iowa is uh, another think, night game. I think Iowa's going to clip Penn State. So the night week. games this week, that's that's when you need the remote. That'll be a blackout game in Iowa, I'm guessing. You got that, Penn the State. USC-Notre Dame game, and then um, Florida-LSU. Man, I wish USC was undefeated. I wish another one of these teams in the Pac-12 were undefeated. So I'm a little worried as we look at this schedule about Michigan State. Because we keep looking ahead. I keep looking ahead, especially. I'm looking at tickets the other day uh, to Ohio State for the Badgers. Michigan State, though, and I know that they did get beat by three scores against Ohio State this past weekend. But like I said, like defensively, they're good. They're really good. Offensively, they're kind of a mess. Um, they'll have one week where they score 30 points you know, against Northwestern, and then they can't get on the board. But still, I feel like that is a trap game. This weekend, this Saturday, I think that's a trap game. Michigan State. I'm a little nervous about 230, it. Two thirty. Two thirty. You can feel the story getting dark. Badgers are down like a touchdown in the fourth quarter. I'm nervous. This is maybe like their BYU. I mean, BYU last year was not as good as I don't think Michigan State is this year, obviously. But uh, all right, I keep yawning. Hey, it's okay, man. You just we just did a four hour uh, talk show recapping a great Packers W. Oh, I know, and I didn't sleep much last night. <laughs> Me either. I could never sleep after a big win. So we're looking at Thursday, so Saturday, October 26, which I don't know if you caught it. I I thought I had the wrong date. I thought it was the 27th. I put it on Twitter and got called out. But yeah, the 20 I'm I'm looking to go to this game, Wisconsin Ohio State. Is there any way you think that uh we no. can talk no? Talk the bosses into doing a remote, like a college game day like remote. How cool would that be though? Well, I'm going to Kansas City that weekend. Oh, yeah, and that's Sunday night. Okay, you're right. I just, yeah, I, I feel like I really need both teams to be undefeated going into that. I'm a little nervous for Michigan State. I do think the Badgers will get past them. And then we're looking at two undefeated teams, Wisconsin, Ohio State. I well, I don't know if Wisconsin has a shot, though, in that one. I just, Ohio State might be the best team in the country. They really might. And if that game's even... At Camp Randall, I don't know if it's a two-touchdown game. I don't know. I mean, we'll let it play out, but I got to go to that one. I, yeah, I think they'll lose. <laughs> Thanks. So who do you like, Oklahoma or Texas, <laughs> going back to that one? Sorry. <laughs> we got we got five more minutes. We promised you 20 minutes each week. Well, I got Oklahoma. Fox is sending their pregame show on the road. Really? Yeah. That's the best looking pregame show probably in college football history. You got like Brady a, Quinn, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart. I think it's a good pregame show, the big noon kickoff. Ooh, I don't know about all that. Urban Meyer is on there. You yeah, like he's that good. one? They always break down plays and stuff, and then they like I think they asked him the other day if he would take the Michigan job. I, I heard him. <laughs> I heard I did hear that. I don't I still don't think he's coaching. I think it's too obvious he is coaching. He's going to USC, coaching. dude. He'll be the USC head coach. Well, then why is he doing this? Because he, 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 I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Well, look how things ended at Ohio State when you got an assistant coach taking pictures of his balls at the White House and sexually harassing the hell out of everybody and getting dildos sent to the office. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said dildos as a family podcast. But um, he had to get out of there. That was a terrible situation. And his health was just crap at the time. I mean, they showed him on the sidelines was it like week nine last year. He couldn't even stand up straight. And Ryan Day has been the head coach there, I think, for like three years. 
Oh, one of those situations? I think so. Like, Urban Meyer was the face, and if you're going to want to, I mean, I don't think Ohio State is going to ever have trouble recruiting anyway, but when you have a face like Urban Meyer. That's what I don't like about some of these programs, and I see it happen in high school. We've talked about this on the show, is you have these longtime coaches that are still the figureheads. Yeah. But they don't run the show. It's almost like there's there's some players that don't even, coaches don't even know their name. Right. I'm sure there's players at Ohio State the last five years that never even talked to Urban Meyer. Well, don't you feel like, especially now, and we could look at it this like through college it's basketball just some du- too. I hate, I hate when there's hierarchies where there's a king-like figure. I just, we're all equal, man. I just feel like. No one's better than anybody. I feel like now, especially, the ultimate goal is just to get paid, to get rich, and to get to the next level, whether it be to play on Sundays or play in the NBA. And that's what guys are looking at when they're in high school and they're being recruited, whereas you don't really, nobody like dreams of going to this school. Like the, the story about Dwayne Haskins that we had to hear all last year was it was always his dream to play at Ohio State. We hear it with Sam Ellinger, a Texas quarterback. That's always been his dream. But it's very rare now because you want to play for a head coach. Like if I'm a college basketball recruit, I want to go. Co- I want to go play for Coach Calipari because his main goal is to get you to the NBA. He doesn't care about your grades. He, I mean, he wants to win, but he just wants to help you advance your career and get to the NBA. Whereas if I'm a college football recruit, I want to play for Urban Meyer. I want to play for Dabo. I want to play for not so much even Nick Saban because, like, I mean. The thing about Alabama is how many guys actually pan out? Yeah, the offensive and defensive linemen, but like name me a quarterback from Alabama, AJ McCarron. Jay Barker. <laughs> you know? And so I feel like that's Bart kind of the, star, son. That's what the thing with Urban Meyer is. Like if you have him at USC, what about he's our boy Josh Jacobs. Nobody's leaving the California, you know, area if Urban Meyer is the head coach. Like you're not gonna lose out on recruits. You're not gonna lose a Josh Rosen to UCLA. That's why you want a big name like Urban Meyer to stick around a program. Even if Ryan Day is calling the shots. Whose name is sexier, Ryan Day or Urban Meyer? In three years, that may change, but right now, guys so want to play for Urban guys, Meyer. They didn't coach, though. I don't know what was going on there. What do you mean? Well, I, I'm thinking of a very specific high school where the guy didn't coach. He just was on the sideline. Well, and it probably made kids want to go to that school. That's stupid. <laughs> well... I agree. It's just a football coach. It ain't, ain't like he's, you know, saving the whales. So is Nick Saban a great football coach? Or is Nick Saban just a personality, a name, and I a face? Know. Because I'll tell you what, the offense was a lot better when Lane Kiffin was there, and he didn't get any credit. And then all of a sudden, Steve Sarkeesian took over, and it was a damn mess. Now it's, I mean, now that offense, dude, you or I could call the plays. It's just Tua throwing jump balls to 6'4 NFL receivers down yeah, the field. About a minute. I want to say about Big Noon Kickoff. I think it is a good show, but then when you flip on game day, because they're in the studio and maybe it'll be different, they're out this week. Game day I mean, so I'm watching better. I'm watching Emmett Smith in front of the Florida crowd. and Dude, game day is the best There's a show real ever. live Gator next to Lee Corso. There's a reason it wins awards every single year. It is the greatest show in television history, I would say. Yeah, better I than can't. The Sopranos. I love college huh? game day. I love game day. I watch the, the, you know, you can watch the replays of game day, and I sometimes do that. I love the Jen Lotta stories. I, I'm like, I'm all hyped up for the game. I'm making my bets. Then I'm, cry, like, then I'm crying about some kid who like lost his parents. Yeah, I'd turn the channel on that. Oh, no, no, that's my girl. Just kidding. It's not. I, uh, but I love her. Do you like game day better or inside the NBA? Oh, game day, dude. Inside the NBA is great. I like that. I watched that. Street flies to his other game. I, 
I feel like I love Kirk. You have to save it for next week. We're out of time. Damn it. 20 minutes of college football on the fan.